You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Episode 629 of the show radio, we talk about AMD, a little bit of Modern Warfare 2, and Elon. Enjoy this episode. Uh, hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the show radio. It's episode 629, I believe. That's where we are. Uh, I'm your host, Andrew. Hey, guys, and I'm Danny. And this is your source for tech, gaming, and entertainment news. Make sure you subscribe to the show radio podcast, available on all podcast platforms. Please review and rate the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, this will give us a pulse on how you feel about the show, how you feel about the show, and, and hope you love the content. Uh, so we're, we're going to focus a little bit on the AMD stuff. I know that was big news. AMD announces the 7900XTX and the XT graphics card. So that's that's going to be something that we mentioned at the very top. Uh, but Danielle, you threw me a curveball. So let's t- touch on this uh, alternative uh, tw- uh, Twitter social platform. Uh, and then we'll, we'll talk AMD. So, yeah, I mean, you've been on Twitter and you notice uh, Elon Musk has bought Twitter. He's the official owner. Originally, he was just going to be on the board and then he just made an offer, turned back. They were going to sue him. And then he went back and I'm like, OK, I'll buy it. And so he's trying to, you know, make it so just free speech on everything, which. The way that some people want to interpret what free speech is, um, I believe everybody's entitled to their own opinions and should have the right to state what their opinions are, but to post hates and be incredibly rude and terrible. Um, that's a whole other different thing. Um, but the the prediction here is that Twitter is just going to be this trash dump which a lot of people like like myself i've been on twitter for 12 or 13 years i'm pretty sure my twitterversary thing is going to automatically post any one of these days because i know it was in november and i'm pretty sure it's 12 or 13 years and that's a long time to be on a very specific um, platform like i remember when you had to text in your tweets but um it's like a lot of people's way of you know bringing in their their audience making money getting you know their their product whether it be something physical or themselves out there uh but with that like a lot of people are thinking about maybe i should see other venues so there's one that's actually kind of been picking up which is this open source social media called mastodon I created an account and it's just something for me to go and kind of learn again. <laughs> and I, I, I'm, I'm very curious about this. And the thing is that I, I don't fully grasp yet is what is an open source social media platform. Mm. So if you're on there, <laughs> you want to teach me. Um, yeah, it's just Miss DGM. I make it very simple to find me on there and I'm just kind of learning it and 
figuring it out. It it has a lot of similarities to like what we, um, you know, what we kind of grown to know about Twitter. So at least it's like not such a bad learning curve. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I'll definitely check it out. MSTDN dot social. MSTD as in David and dot social. Yeah, I'll check it out for sure. Um, found your character limit is that, uh, let me say general purpose Mastodon server with a 500 character limit. All languages are welcome. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out for sure. Um, do you like it? Do you like, um, what it, um, presents to you in terms of use? Do you, do you see yourself posting a lot of things on there? I guess these are some of the questions that I have. I, I am not a hundred percent sure yet. I mean, it's something new. Mm-hmm. And sometimes new is a little bit scary. Um, sure. I don't know how this, if it has an algorithm, doesn't have an algorithm. How do you find other people? Um, I do know somebody that I follow um, on Twitter that um, put it out there. And I was like, you know what? Sure. I like the content that you post. Um, you're a trustworthy person. I will go and give it a try, which it was um, Goldie Chan. Um she, she does strategy for warm, warm robots and uh, writes for introverts brands um, at McGraw-Hill. So, you know, why not give it a try? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Where, where I'm at. So uh, it, it's different, but familiar. Yeah, that 500 character limit thing is obviously something very, very new because <laughs> I think uh twitter only recently expanded upon what past their 140 i don't remember how many characters but it surely is nowhere close to 500 character limit there so everybody can write a short story (laughs) without making um you know threads but um yeah i think it's something worth checking out to see like what you think i see a lot of people you know migrating over trying to figure it out see what it's about I just don't know how you find people. Yeah. That's always the thing, right? Yeah. So oh, that's cool. It's, it's it's interesting. It's definitely grown. I think there was um several hundred thousand um just this past week that signed up for Mastodon. I so mean it's if it's Yeah, if it's catching traction then that's always a good sign. Dig it. But it's dig clean it. and simple. Clean and simple clean is good. Simple, yeah. We'll see how it grows. See what it's about. Um not bombarded by ads. Not that I see. Not yet not yet. Okay. So in their <laughs> in their about section too, like the you know how every website has an about about what they are. It says um here, digital security on Macedon advice for those in conflict zones or other high risk areas. When using Macedon in conflict zones or high risk areas, it is particularly important to be aware of how you protect your account and digital information. That's kind of like notable about you know certain countries that are currently in war here. But um, it also goes in to say social networking back in your hands. Sharing your thoughts has never been more convenient. Publish anything you want. Links, pictures, text, a video on a platform that is community owned and ad free. 
So there's your answer there. Completely mm. ad-free. You have 500 characters. You can adjust the thumbnails of your pictures with focal points. You can use custom emojis, hide things behind uh, spoiler warnings, and choose who sees a given post. If you messed it up, you can delete and redraft for quick corrections. Um, without an incentive to sell you things, Mastodon allows you to consume content you enjoy uninterrupted. Your feed is in chronological, ad-free, and non-algorithmic. You decide who you want to see. Well, that's interesting. That's cool. That is definitely a huge difference um, compared to a lot of um, social media, where you be Twitter, um, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. That is obviously a complete 180 about what they do. Mm. So, and I believe that's where that whole thing about, um, you know, open source <laughs> social media there. So it's definitely, it's, it's interesting. No, that's dope. That's dope. Appreciate you uh, throwing me that curveball. Didn't know this uh, was a thing, but um, I'll create an account and see what's going on with it. Any other thoughts on this before we go to the next thing? Yeah, if you're on there, you want to teach me stuff at Miss DJM. I have one follower. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, giving me a platform that doesn't have an algorithm. Like what? Like that is. What? A breath of fresh air that I don't have to learn something new here. Um, it's just obviously changing that mindset about how we're all kind of programmed to, especially content creators, um, to learn the algorithms of the platforms we use. But to have one that it doesn't have that, it's goes against what we've been all kind of trained to do. <laughs> That's crazy. No, I dig it. I dig it. I'm looking at the website right now. It's pretty clean. And um, yeah, looking forward to checking this out for sure. So, so this past week, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, you know, et cetera, et cetera, uh, we had a presentation from AMD. AMD announces 7900 XT X card and 79 XT graphics cards with FSR3, right? So, I'm curious to know from from your standpoint. How quickly are you considering upgrading to anything, whether an NVIDIA upgrade or another card upgrade, based on the fact that they're allowing this to be somewhat seamless uh, and you don't have to change your, your power supply with uh, these new cards? Uh, what did you think about um, anything that they announced, um, Daniela? Um. I I'm, I'm going to be honest here. I have never used an AMD card in any of my builds. I'll be honest with that one right now. I don't have anything particularly against them. It just happened. It just somehow worked that way. I think I have this product loyalty thing and it just happened that my first card always kind of not been. <laughs> my first card was not an AMD. So I just stuck with what works with me. So I don't have anything against it. Just that's how it played out. But it's always nice to have, you know, that competition, to have something out there to give, um, you know, options. So I like that they were very honest that it wasn't it wasn't a card that was going to be, you know, going against the 4090, that this card is actually built for the 4080 uh, or to go against the 4080. But they weren't going to like put out specs there. They didn't want to advertise the competition, but they're very honest about that. 
and I'm not I'm I have a 3080 in mine right now which yes yeah, probably just getting older but I love it and it works and it's solid um so their new card AMD's new card is probably just leaps and bounds better than mine I'm happy with it but I like having that option in there and they're just always that competition to give people more affordable choices with just mm-hmm. that same type of, you know, quality and product and what they want to do and what they want to experience, whatever that it may be, whether it be for, you know, video editing, photo editing, video games, whatever it may be. Yeah, I um, I got excited, even though excited. I didn't understand. Yeah, even though I didn't understand all the, you know, technical things that they were talking about. Uh, the FSR3 is supposed to like compete with the DLSS thing, right? Uh, that much I saw. Uh, according to this particular article here, it says, uh, as the numbering scheme and price points indicate, these are high-end models designed to compete with NVIDIA's RTX 4090 and 4080. Whether that's, you know, going to be an exact you know, a competition based on the numbers, you know, time will tell. And even the pricing is super competitive based on uh, it being a high-end model and you're looking at either $1,000 and $900, uh, 1000 being the uh, XTX and then 900 being the XT, right? So I watched 90% of the presentation because I came in, you know, like partly uh, at, towards the beginning and then watched, you know, the whole thing. And I was hype. I was like, why am I hype about this? Is it, uh, does that mean like I'm a PC gamer now? Completely? Because I got excited and I'm like, okay, so if I were to make changes, things. huh? It's the new and shiny things. Yeah. But I was thinking about, I was like, hey, you know, uh, if I look at my current build now and I were to make, you know, some changes, I got a 3060 right now and the, the machine. If I look at the board, maybe I can add a two, three terabyte. What, what's that? Um, you see, I don't even know the terminology. And I think this is great. You know, even though I've, I've been enjoying PC for the last maybe two, three years, there's, um, what is it, M2? That's a flat card, the flat hard drive? Yeah. Right. So I can enjoy, because um, I know there's one slot in that for my board uh, to add one of those things. So for me, like even now, I would consider upgrading the um, the RAM. And then maybe adding a two terabyte, if I can fit that in my board uh, for the M2, maybe at some point do an upgrade for the um, for the graphics card. But I, I just got excited because I understood uh, at a very, very beginner level, you know, how these things affect what I do when I'm gaming on the PC. Maybe that's why I got excited but I was like, okay, this is dope. This is, you know, technology moving forward. This is competition, healthy competition. And I'm just excited for for the fact that we get to see things, you know, like this. And the other part too that I really like is a lot of the games that we've loved on the the platforms, uh, the consoles are coming over to the PC. And that's, that's always a good thing when we're watching these things play out um, as well. So um, I like it. I like it. And I think it's good for for the market. And maybe my next card will be AMD. It wouldn't hurt to try. I, yeah, I'm I'm, sure. my, I'm not I'm I'm not looking to get an Nvidia or an AMD card anytime soon. I'm, I'm happy with mine, and I'll probably just run this one into the ground for another three or four years. Yeah. 
No, it's good. It's good. I, I dig it. I dig it. a couple of things we have and then we'll wrap, you know, nothing major here for, for this show outside of the AMD. I think that was really big. I mean, I guess there are other things major as I'm thinking about it. You had Modern Warfare 2 going a 1 billion, right? And like 10 days or something like that, which is crazy when you think about it in terms of numbers. So if you're playing the game, you know, it's dope. If you're watching what's going to happen in the near future and it's, it's going to be amazing for uh, Call of Duty fans all over the world. So uh, that's all I really have there. Uh, PlayStation Plus, are you still subscribed? Do you like what's happening with PlayStation Plus? Do you care? Like what, what's happening in that world for you in, in relation to, you know, subscription models and stuff like that? Right now, I'm kind of neutral on it. Like I'm still subscribed. Um, I, I forget which tier I have. I'm pretty sure it's the top one. <laughs> it it was it was a lot, but I jumped on it with a day that it opened up. Um, but like I said earlier, I have this whole product loyalty thing, and I've I've always loved PlayStation. So right now, I'm kind of neutral on it. Um, because I can honestly say that I'm not super impressed with it not compared to what the xbox's game pass offers uh, but they got such a huge head start on on playstation or sony for that that it, it feels like sony is just playing catch up on it so i'm going to continue being subscribed to it till i feel like it really doesn't do me any service like until I feel like I'm really not getting anything out of it right now, I'm okay. Am I super happy with it? Not exactly, but I'm not hating it. Their 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 PC app could definitely be loads better. Like the the Game Pass for PC, how they have it laid out, their GUI, their dashboard, everything is just. It's just perfect. It works. It doesn't, it needs to do. I love the way it looks. I love the way you search. I, I, it, it works for me. PlayStation's version. It's like bare bones. Like, can you spend a little bit more time on it? But it's not terrible at the same time. It's just not exactly user friendly or, you know, visually friendly. <laughs> Um, but if we're talking about the service, I'm not quite hundred percent um unsatisfied. So I'm I'm sticking through with it, seeing where it goes. But I can't say that I can give it kudos above, you know, the game pass. Yeah, so um I'm trying to see how much I want to share here. Okay. So uh, the bottom line for me is this, right? I haven't played PlayStation in a very long time, right? PlayStation four. That's the last one that I, that I have. And when I play things on the Xbox game pass, although I was against it in the beginning, right? Because I'm like, Hey, you know, own all your games and stuff like that. And speaking from a very privileged position because owning my games, I haven't bought a game in a long time. You know, we talked about that and, and recent, months right so it's very interesting where i see individuals they talk about what the playstation has and what the xbox has on on both platforms but my thing is like they have options on both sides that people can enjoy now the the recent tiered stuff for playstation plus i haven't checked out uh, so i definitely want to see 
how things are set up. I'm going to load up the PlayStation 4 just to see it again, to see how things are line up on that end. Uh, but for, for Xbox, um, I think it presents an experience that um, I'm surprised that they improve the visual interface, right? Because I, I, at some point I didn't like it at all, right? But the fact that they're making th- things extremely seamless across the board, whether you're looking at the PC stuff or you're looking at it from the actual console itself, I think is a, is a great improvement uh, from the UI experience uh, for Xbox. So that's cool. Uh, the games that they have on there and what they're putting out, I think is pretty good. It gives you the um, option, you know, just like PlayStation uh, to check out different titles. Um, and the air around Xbox has been really good, uh, even though that, that there's this pending um, acquisition for the Activision thing. But overall, I think the air around it has been really good. And then we have to give props to PlayStation as well, because a God of War Ragnarok is around the corner, right? I think that's coming out soon. So, or is it out already? I don't even know. That's how close I'm paying attention to it. So, so in real time, let me just check because I'm trying to think uh, for a second. Let me see. God of War, uh, November 9th. Okay, so we're talking and recording on a day that it drops. Okay, fair. All right, so I think that they're, they both have a lot going on. I think the air on the Xbox uh, Game Pass, you know, ecosystem, cloud gaming has been interesting to watch how that's grown and how people are adopting it on different devices, whether it's handheld or something else. But I'm I'm still, you know, checking out those things, uh, you know, depending on what's on the actual platform, you know, for years I was playing recently, you know, that was pretty cool on the cloud side of things. And uh, the offering is pretty it's pretty good, I think, for Xbox. So I got to give them that. That is something I wanted to add on. Um, what is it? Um, Gears, now that you bring it up, that is something we don't have on our dock right now. But Gears of War mm-hmm. is coming to Netflix. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? So I'm stoked. I am. I'm stoked. I don't know what's yes. going to what, what is going to be marking. I don't know where this is going to go with the story. I hope the coalition. I hope the coalition adapts it really well because if it turns into like if it goes towards the side of Resident Evil, where that production and story just doesn't even make sense or fit into the the universe, um, I'm going to be heartbroken. <laughs> I, you know what? So, uh, thank you for bringing this up. Definitely, uh, extremely important. I don't really think it matters where they go. I think it does. It has to. I don't Come think on. it does. I think if they grab the story from the first one, second one, and then the third one, they could do a lot with those three titles. You know, with Dom and the whole situation and that. I mean, there's a lot that you can do there. The tension, you know, and then, you know, uh, Marcus and this, there's a lot you can do there. Well, I, okay, I don't. If they, if they still, if they stick with Dom and Marcus and creating a story with them, that's awesome. But like Resident Evil, this like season that they canceled and everything like that, I really wanted to try to like it. But it just kind of went this whole other way, especially like, oh, we'll bring Wesker. Everybody loves Wesker. This great bad guy. And I don't even know what they were deciding with that one. Um, no, like they can't just make up any story. Like Gears of War has some great books. 
um, that tells amazing stories um, to get you more into the universe and and more into the characters and the environment. They can pull from that. They can pull from, you know, the comics. So it's... All right, so I, I I'll, I'll be fair. Matter. It has to matter. So Netflix I'll is be, going to be adapted I'll be fair. to a live action feature film and an adult I'll, animated series. Okay, I'll be fair. You're the bigger Gears of War fan here, right? I really love Gears of War, but I think your your fandom is like way more than mine. I think the reason I say I don't care where it goes is because any place they go with Gears if it's very close to any of the games that I played, and I know you're not a fan of Judgment, I think they can land something really good. And and I can I think that's how I'm looking at it right now. But I mean that's that's really all I have there. I'm excited for Gears and the fact that they're working closely with Coalition. I think is a great thing. Well, I am going to agree with a lot of the Gears fans, um, 100 that Dave Bautista needs to be absolutely needs to be in this live action he has to be like he has to be marcus phoenix like i i'm 100 on that bandwagon with all the other gears fans like i feel that there's no other better person to play marcus yeah i, mean, I could see that and then i wouldn't be surprised if they cast uh is it chris Helmsworth, uh, the Thor guy. That's Chris, right? Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they cast him for something. Or the Superman guy, the guy that's currently doing The Witcher. I don't know names, I just remember the people. Or the Superman guy, if they cast him for something. Or Trinity. Um, Pam? Kirpita? You mean for Dom? Yeah, I don't know who they would cast for dumb. I'm just saying, just having those individuals in the universe, I wouldn't be surprised if they cast, they get, they get cast for something. Is what I'm saying. I don't know who, but um, they are a lot of different soldiers, as you mentioned, um, with the books that add additional context to the Gears world. And that's another thing that I really don't hear people talk about a lot. I know you mentioned it because you're in the world. Uh, more than most of the individuals that I know. Uh, but uh, the Halo stuff gets mentioned with the books all the time. But I, I seldom hear people say, hey, Gears is dope. And plus the books, right? Which was, uh, um, I'm glad you brought that up for for the conversation. At any rate, I think it's going to be a good thing that Coalition is part of this and framing it in such a way that the Gears fans are going to be excited to see a live action. These are my thoughts. I'm I'm excited, although it's probably not going to happen, and I'm not going to see it for like three more years. I'm glad that it's in the making, and now I'm going to be really sad if, for some reason, they're like, "Oh, Netflix decided to cancel it in middle of production." Then I'll be sad. But the fact that there's going to be a live action film, an adult animated series, with potential for more stories to follow, that is a great universe. Like, come on. I think it like checks all of the points for so many different people. You got the drama, you got the love story, you got the action, you got the monsters, you got the wards, you, you got everything. Please give me this. Give me the Delta Squad. Come on. 
Yeah, that's that's gonna be dope. That's gonna be dope. Any any other thing you want to mention? I know. Well, we can say Elon. You want to mention Elon before we get out of here? I mean, it kind of did at the beginning. I mean, that man's yeah. doing whatever he wants to do, and I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of weird things going on. I'm not paying for my, I'm not paying for no verification. No, no eight dollars. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I love Twitter. I definitely want to see where, where it's gonna go, uh, but um, yeah, we'll have to see. Twitter has done. A lot for, you know, for news and raising awareness and even Twitter spaces and the fact that they may become a podcast app, all those things. But um, with how the changes are being made and some people are excited for them and some people aren't, you know, especially if you are working there and things of that nature. We'll have to see how it pans out. That's all I got yeah, on Twitter. I mean, it's he already like did a lot of the staff at Twitter dirty. So I'm not completely jumping off of Twitter yet. I'm still going to be there. It's still going to be one of my primary until I figure out Mastodon and how I want to use that. Um, but for a lot of it, if you're going to be sticking with Twitter, you know, um, like I was saying earlier, he kind of wants it for this like really open, unfiltered platform here. Um, a lot of what you see is based off of like what you know, recommendations of based off of who you follow. Um, so you can curate your your timeline to just be just that, like, you know, gaming, following, you know, different companies, creators, streamers, YouTubers, um, and just having it focused on that. Now, if you are kind of out there and you post your opinions on, you know, very political things, very out there things that people like to have strong opinions on um that's going to come to you no matter what regardless of elon had it or not it's just that now the fact if he reported as being you know harmful or whatever it is you can't guarantee that twitter is going to do anything about it that's that's the only downside right now that i see so far um i know a lot of people um even though most of the people i follow on here are content creators um a lot of them are definitely saying like, it's very interesting how he's pushing this all out, be, you know, just before election day, which happened to be today uh, at the time of this recording. Um, and just like this whole conspiracy, thing. I do not go down that rabbit hole. I don't do conspiracy. I don't, I don't, I don't dive into those things. I take things, whatever I see for fact and truth. And I make my opinion based off of that. Um, yeah. I'm I'm still going to be on the platform. I I won't say for how long. I'm just going to write it out and see what happens. Kind of like with PlayStation. Don't know. <laughs> just going with the flow. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens with it. Um, final thoughts, and then we'll close out. Ah oh, man. Is it the holidays yet? I feel like I've been working so much that I can't like the holidays don't even feel like it's here. <laughs> I did yeah, get to see the, the lunar eclipse last night though. That was really nice. But apparently I guess tonight's the blood moon and last night was just a lunar eclipse. I thought they were both one and the same. My moon was kind of red. I saw red blood moon photos. So I guess I'm going to be outside looking at the moon again. That's as yeah. exciting as my life gets lately. <laughs> no, we're almost there. 
we're almost there. We're maybe two weeks, give or take, uh, from, you know, gathering around with family. If that's, you know, what you do, you know, during that time to, to celebrate, uh, togetherness and community and food and all that stuff. So we're, we're not, um, we're, we're very close to that is, is what I'm thinking. My brain and words right now. But yeah, so that's what we wanted to cover today. Uh, for this episode of the show radio uh, definitely check us out uh, on the uh, Spotify's Apple podcast make sure you rate and review the show that's definitely appreciated tell a friend about the show for sure and we appreciate you taking the time to uh, listen to the latest and greatest in the news I mean uh, just a quick thought and then uh, I'll definitely uh, close out uh, you have uh, some delays of course uh, which we, we didn't talk about you have the Warframe being delayed till 2023. And um, that's one of the things I was actually looking forward to. But at any rate, this has been a dope show. Uh, 629. Daniela, where can they find you? You can find me on all social media. Now adding on Mastodon at Miss DJM. And where can they find you, Andrew? You can find me at Uriah, U-R-I-Y-Y-A. Uh, thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.